0: And then one day, Sarah added chia seeds to my lunch, and everything changed. The show,
1: hosted by two plant-based diet advocates, helping you get your healthy habits on lockdown.
0: You're listening to The Health Beat with Sarah and Pete. Okay, so I eat oatmeal for lunch at least once a week. True story. Up until about a year ago, I was eating oatmeal for lunch, and I was realizing that I'd have an energy crash about 30 minutes afterwards. But then Sarah added chia seeds to it one day. She makes my lunches, by the way. And life was good. My conclusion... Is less grains equals more energy. Sarah, do you remember that breakthrough?
1: I do. It all started because I was making chia puddings and I remember it not being filling enough for you. And so I was like, well, maybe, you know, we can cut down the oats and add a little chia and kind of do a compromise. And it worked out really well. So um, definitely recommend trying that. All right, guys. So today we're going to be giving you some tips to reclaim your energy and go with less grains or maybe even no grains. Uh, We're going to be talking about grain-free snacks and treats. We're going to be talking about the benefit of planning out your meals. going to talk about grain-free pizza crust. It does exist. Chia seeds. We're going to talk about collard wraps and um, eating when you're actually not hungry because that even happens to us. So that's the lineup for today Peter you want to kick it off
0: let's yeah let's kick it off I guess by by um, kind of filling in the little gap I, f- I feel like I just realized with my little intro with the oatmeal stories that um, you know maybe you've realized it or maybe you haven't but when you eat a lot of grains they they just kind of weigh you down um, grains are they're a great source of calories they're very filling they're highly convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's whole grains or just flours, but there is kind of like a dark side to them where you can have too many of them and it's just not ideal because your energy does tend to tank when you eat a lot of them.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's really important to mention and more and more people are realizing that, noticing that. For me, I uh, always kind of tended to, well, like not always, but since we started eating healthy, shy away from grains that um, are kind of known to be harder to digest, like wheat and even oats. So I don't really eat oats that often. Um, So I I started going towards the grains that are promoted for being easily digestible, like um, quinoa and buckwheat and millet. But one thing that was really interesting for me, and I think you might have noticed this too, is we did a seven-day cleanse or an eight-day cleanse. And there was no grains in it Uh for those seven days. And then you added the grains back. And um, as soon as I added them back, like 30 minutes after the meal, I felt really sick. I had the worst stomach ache. And I just noticed that grains, even these easily digestible ones that I thought were fine, were really making me feel um, weighed down, bloated, and stomach ache. And so it's something to keep in mind. Like maybe you're thinking, Hmm, I don't know if grains bother me, maybe try cutting them out for a little bit.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's, that's why this is a trend Mm -hmm. It's because a lot of people feel this way. Yep. Okay. So let's start it off. So the first thing is grain free snacks and treats. So this is kind of like, this is, um, Way number one to eat less grains. So looking at your gluten-free snacks and your treats. So the first thing I can think of is basically just making grain-free muffins and cookies, like taking things that that you make for maybe like dessert or um, some kind of like grab-and-go snack, finding a way to make it grain-free.
1: Yep, great great advice. Also, um, when it comes to treats, one... Um, one thing that's a treat that usually doesn't have grains um, and are easy to make are macaroons. You can yeah. make, um, like, not the French kind, but the more like the raw kind out of coconut. And a lot of them use coconut flakes or nuts, and um, they're really easy to make. You can just Google uh, raw macaroon recipe, and that's a great treat that just happens to be grain free.
0: Yeah. One thing that I wanted to mention about muffins is we actually have a zucchini muffin recipe on the blog. I think we just put it up a few weeks ago. Yeah, And so we can link to that in our show notes. Go to thehealthbeat.us forward slash HB24.
1: Another thing to mention when it comes to snacks and treats, and if you're looking for something convenient, um, like convenience foods, the paleo trend right now, paleo is just blowing up. We were just at Whole Foods and saw this big old aisle, um, like store decal with like a Paleo wall, and one cool thing about Paleo is um, they don't eat grains, and mm-hmm. so a lot of um, things that are Paleo happen to be grain free, and I think that's really cool. So um, you can look for that. But kind of, if you are vegan, kind of look out because sometimes they put eggs and things or meat and things. Like I saw a beef, yeah. a beef uh, like granola bar at the store. It was uh-huh. very strange to yeah. me. But, um, but and, yeah, but but yeah, and everything bacon. So yeah, so those so those are some um, things that you can do instead of grains when it comes to snacks and treats. And we'll link specific recipes in the show notes. Yes. Number two is more of a concept that you can implement, and that is planning out your meals. Because when you plan out your meals, you can make sure you're not having grains twice in one day, like for lunch and dinner.
0: Yeah, and we actually just talked about this last week. This is last week's episode. HB 23 meal planning made simple. Keep so it simple, guys. yeah, so everything meal planning and, uh, yeah, I mean, planning out free meals. It's, it's so, it's so crucial because it's, that's, that's the best way to eat less grains is to plan ahead. Cause the problem is, is that grains are in so many convenience products that you just end up eating them. Just, you just kind of have to, it's like, you don't really have any other choice. Um, but so for like Sarah and I, when we're planning out our meals, like we are always making an effort to spread out our grains and trying to find ways to eat less of them. Yep. Um, I wanted to just throw in one more little tip. Yeah. This is like a Peter tip. I love it. So if you're worried about being hungry, if it's dinner time <laughs> for all you boys out there, um, Find find another way to increase the calories and fiber some other way. So for me, um, common upgrades that I usually add to salads or just, just dinners in general that Sarah doesn't always opt for is like adding beans or avocado, tempeh or tofu or walnuts.
1: Great ways to up the calories. All right, so another way to eat less grains would be to... Go grain-free when it comes to your pizza crust. And this took me a while to figure out, but once you figure out how to make a grain-free pizza crust and what the consistency should look like and the flavor, it's actually pretty simple. So we can link to a grain-free pizza crust recipe in the show notes. That's the healthbeat.us forward slash hb 24 but um, we suggest playing with gluten-free flour, or not gluten-free, grain-free flours. Uh-huh. So some ones that we like to combine are garbanzo bean flour. So it's pretty much just ground-up garbanzo beans. It sounds totally strange, um, but it wor- that flour works amazing. We have a few recipes on the blog. But um, just don't eat the, the, the flour or the batter raw because it tastes terrible. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. it tastes way different than when it's raw to when you cook it. What other flowers, Peter?
0: Oh uh, almond flour. Did almond you flour. That? Nope,
1: didn't mention that. That's that's a good one. I really like that one. It has like a buttery like uh-huh. flavor. It's really good.
0: And I don't know if you add this, it's harder to use. I don't know if you add it to the crust, but coconut flour.
1: Yep, I do. Yep. Coconut flour is great. Um what else? Those are kind of the main ones. Yeah that we use
0: yeah now gl- or, or grain-free pizza crust this is this is strictly a, a homemade option at this point um pizza joints are finally catching up with gluten-free yeah we'll give so, them a little time yeah that'll yeah that'll probably take another I five i think there years.
1: is a place somewhere um it's pretty legit guys like it.
0: that's that's going to be the like the downloadable for this episode and like this I was blown away. I could... Like, when Sarah told me that it was grain-free, I just could not believe it. It was so delicious.
1: He was a fan. Um, well, I was going to say something by it. Okay. So, yeah. Make a grain-free pizza crust. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Is um, in Brendan's book, Thrive, he has whole food pizza crust. Oh, I don't, yeah. Are they all grain-free? I'm not pretty, all of them.
0: Yeah, a lot of them are, though. Some of
1: them, like the... Um, there's this um, beet one that has beets and sunflower seeds. Yeah. We can link to his book. That's a grain-free one. It's super uh-huh. good, super weird, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You can't it's really crazy. make it they take a while and
1: tell them it's pizza. They'll be like, this is not pizza, but it's really good. Yeah. All right. Uh,
0: um, okay, next one is the chia seeds in the oatmeal. So if you... We, we do overnight oats where we just kind of soak the oats and the chia seeds in... Um, like a, like an almond milk, but we don't even really cook it because I just bring it to work, just kind of like raw like that. Mm-hmm. And so that's, the, you know, this is like just like another great one um, to eat less grains. For us specifically, maybe you don't even have oatmeal. Maybe you had too much as a kid and you're just not into it and you never have it. So this wouldn't be any like of use to you. Um, but if you... If you do want a recipe for like the overnight oats, you should just just leave a comment on the uh, the blog post for this show at thehealthbeat.us forward slash hb twenty four. Listen to me, I'm like and uh, we can put it there too. But yep. I want to add one more note. Okay, is that just just for for this topic right here? The cheese is the oatmeal. Um, Just good advice for cereal in general. Um, You could try making a chia pudding Mm -hmm. with um, like nuts and dried fruit as well if you're a cereal person.
1: Yeah. I was going to say if you're not using chia seeds, you should be. Um, And if you're not sure what to use them in, then definitely raw cereals and chia seed puddings. Those are awesome and they're really easy. Usually just melt chia seeds. Fruits and nuts and and spices like cinnamon. Um, Chia seeds are super high in omega-3s. They're full of fiber and they're really hydrating. Um, They're definitely a superfood and they're pretty popular. So I'm sure you've heard of them, but um, they're fun to play with. And we definitely suggest picking some up. And Costco sells them, which is great. So if you have a Costco membership.
0: Okay, it's time for this week's mini habit session where we share one simple thing we want you to implement this week to get the best results and just some quick results. All right. So this week, try replacing the grains you use in a recipe with non-grain substitutes. So a couple examples, examples that we have that aren't in this show are zucchini pasta for noodles, if you're doing like a pesto dish or spaghetti, Or you can even use cauliflower and shred it up for rice. So for our upcoming Member Monday, we're going to be covering how to do this in more detail for your own recipe because we can't cover them all here. But that is for the quickest results, you got to take action and do it for your own recipe.
1: Awesome. All right. Another way to eat less grains is going to be becoming friends with the collard greens so we're talking about oh yeah collard wraps instead of bread Mm -hmm. collard wraps are pretty neutral or collard they are
0: surprisingly like like, like, like they look intense yeah but they are surprisingly it's
1: strange though i mean it's not strange when you really think about it but it's kind of strange that when you juice them, they're pretty intense for me. Like I can't juice a lot of collards, mm-hmm. but I can eat them. I think because mm-hmm. when you remove the fiber, you're getting like this straight up mm-hmm. green nutrient
0: <laughs> I think coming at me. I think like one thing too is, so when we use the wraps, we always trim off the stem True. and then we trim it off the backside, which mm-hmm. is always important because it's, it just kind of gets in the way.
1: Yeah, You can also just but I think that that's take probably the leaves off the sides. I like oh that yeah, method. yeah. If they're you like really about. big leaves, yeah. yeah, you can just like down the middle. If the stems yeah. in the middle, you can just tear the leaves off and make like mini ones. Mm-hmm. That's like a quick and yeah, easy they're way. like
0: little mini like sushi rolls. Yeah. or something. Yeah. I like
1: that method. Um, okay. But
0: yes. Overall, surprisingly neutral.
1: Yes. So we have a few good recipes, and we'll link them in the show notes. I think, unless they're remember only recipes, but I,
0: I actually well, one of them uh, that I know for sure is. Um, just like a public recipe is, is the one with the sweet potato salad. Oh, yeah. Inside. yeah. That one's really good. That one's
1: really okay. good. So link to that. I think, um, I love doing this with food, Peter, maybe you get sick of this sometimes, but I love like talking about a type of food and like what makes it so great and what you have to have to make it great. And I feel like with collard wraps, something you have to have to make it really great is a good spread. What do you think, Peter?
0: Oh yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, like a really flavorful hummus or some kind of like sauce or pate or spread.
1: Yeah, so I think hummus is great. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're in San Diego, I think it's only in San Diego, maybe it's other places, they have this stuff called bitchin' sauce. Oh, yeah. That's really good. Uh Um, Or, you know, we haven't tried this, but you know what I think would be really good? We have a recipe on our site for um, a Caesar salad dressing. I bet oh, yeah. that with less water, so it's really thick, would be good in a collard.
0: Uh huh. Yep. And okay, so this this is like another like wrap option. It's not a collard option, but it's the it's those uh, raw zucchini paleo wraps. Oh yeah. Yep. You know because those are grain free and we yeah. just had them the other night.
1: Yeah. If you follow us on Instagram, we. Um, just use them to make carrot dogs which carrot dogs are really good um and we use those as the bun and they're just made from um like zucchini and apple and it's dehydrated and it's really great um so if you're thinking about doing collard wraps or you know those zucchini things and you're like well like what do i put inside of them some things that we put inside ours would be avocados and sprouts and seasonal vegetables but then also something heavier like um like you mentioned, Peter, the sweet potato salad in it, or a burger is really good in it. Uh-huh. Like a nut burger, or a bean burger inside collards or um, a raw. Wrap.
0: Have we made? Do it? Have we done the chickenless burgers? Yeah, inside not yeah. in
1: collards, but in le- uh, cabbage or lettuce.
0: Uh-huh. Although, I, I guess okay, and that's that's where it gets a little bit tricky. Cause some burgers cause have, have grains. Yeah, some burgers mm-hmm. have grains.
1: Raw burgers are good, like nut burgers. Yeah um but yeah a lot of our burgers have grains to hold them together Mm -hmm. but we do have that those white bean burgers they don't have grains
0: true yeah those are good so
1: but again like you don't necessarily need to cut out all the grains but maybe eat less of them so instead of eating bread and a vegetable burger with grains you're Mm -hmm. eating a vegetable burger with grains but with a collard wrap
0: yep yep it works all right. So our next tip is to don't well don't eat grains when you aren't hungry.
1: Yeah. So this is one that I is big for me. I don't know if you struggle with it as much, but for me a lot of times I'll think I'm hungry when I'm really just tired of working. Or it's been a long day and we're at the grocery store and I'm looking at food and it's like, oh, I'm hungry. So I go to a convenience thing and usually it's a bar that has grains in it, like a mm-hmm. square bar with mm-hmm. oats. Um, so I think with this one, it's important to um, just be aware of when you're hungry and when you're not. And maybe you're going for grains because you, you don't really eat at this time, but it's there and it's convenient when really you just need to go for a walk.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Things like like toast or tortilla chips mm-hmm. or crackers, like all of those things, you know, you, you may not even need them. Yeah. You might just be de- dehydrated or you might just need like an energy boost that you can get with exercise. It's just that once again, it's just the grains are in so many convenience products that taste good, that are comforting and that are just sitting around the house mm-hmm. and just... And they're cheap, you know, they're very inexpensive. So just something to be paying attention to.
1: And another one, our last one, is to go raw. Raw foods um, are a great way to avoid grains because a lot of times they don't use grains. You got to look out for some like buckwheat or sprouted quinoa. But the majority of the time, if you're getting a raw food snack or you're just eating raw food, you don't have to worry about grains as much.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. We like, uh, for snacks, hummus and hummus and flax crackers.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird, but I really like... Um,
0: oh, yeah, it's that weird combo. Yeah,
1: it's like this crazy combo. So it's this hummus that's... It's a, it's actually a raw hummus. It's um, sun-dried tomato hummus, and then it's a cinnamon raisin flax cracker.
0: Mm-hmm. It's so it's good. It's the weirdest I'm combo. I'm like craving it yeah, now. I know, it sounds good.
1: Yeah, so um, flax crackers are great. I like kale chips a lot.
0: Kale chips, I was to say that. Um, um, sometimes we get like the go raw cookies with oh, dates yeah. and sesame we had seeds. Oh yeah, those a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or remember those little seaweed sticks with like a little pate inside? or something? Oh yeah, one of
0: those uh, like Go Go Pal or something like that. Yeah, I'm that. not
1: sure. Um, one thing though with raw is they're they're going to be more expensive. I was just talking about this the other day, and I think that's usually because. They have to be made by hand, batch by batch. You know, it's not like a Mm -hmm. machine is making these. So um, it's not something you're going to do every day, right? But if you're in a pinch and you've already had a lot of grains, I think it's a great option.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So let's wrap this thing up. So for today's... Um gift for you, we've got our grain-free pizza crust that we talked about earlier. So good. I mean, you will be blown away by it. Um so just, just head over to the website, thehealthbeat.us forward slash hb twenty four to go get your recipe.
1: Alright guys. So before I jump into the sneak peek for next week, I just wanted to thank you for listening. And ask that if you have not left an iTunes review, if you could do so, just head over to iTunes and search for The Health Beat and let us know what you think of the show. And next week, we're going to be talking about how to become a health rock star in your workplace. So healthy eating at work. It can happen. It is tough.
0: Okay, guys. Till next week on The Health Beat.
1: Habit you're trying to lock down if so check out the healthbeat.us a community to hold you accountable